You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 29. This week's artist, well, it's not that simple this time. We're breaking format, but still keeping with our 12 theme. This week, it's the 12 artists that you should be listening to. It's not just new artists, but it may be some you've missed. We'll cross the genres, and hopefully you'll leave the cast with new songs and new bands to listen to. Now, it's time to join your host, Rob Heitman, and returning from an expedition to Antarctica, Jacob Newkirk. Hey, welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Jake from Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, where we discuss various artists while discussing their music and pounding back a few drams. We're drams, yeah. Drams, we're dramming today. that word today. Well, welcome back, Jake. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's, it's good to be here. Fun times. <laughs> Fun times. It's always a good time. <laughs> Getting to uh, exercise the music snobbery. Yeah, I was thinking of that NPR skit on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, the, the sweaty. Good times. Good times. <laughs> oh, yeah. My cats have been acting up. They're feeling a little bit laundry. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I'd like to thank everybody who's been active and joining in on conversations on our Facebook page. This week, I'd like to call a couple people out. I especially like to thank Billy Idell. Billy Idol. It could be Billy Idol, but it's it He's says I D E L L, so Idol. Oh, never mind. We had a conversation about whiskey, believe it or not. Oh yeah. Alex Hennon, Deb Rousey, and Sean Martin. Thank you for being active. We've been going through some changes at Dirty Dozen Podcast and all of the affiliated videos that we deal with. We're separating We'll Try It to its own page on Facebook and its own entity on YouTube. So search for quote wheeled space try space it unquote and you'll come directly to our page on youtube and it's also on facebook as well and we've also separated our new show which is a taste of whiskey which we just finished filming another one which is we're, we uh just opened up a bottle of 12 year old single malt which was really yeah. good yum yum yay so check that out that'll be out very soon or if it's not out already and we're also having our normal page for the Dirty Dozen podcast to talk about all things Dirty Dozen and music and that sort of thing. To highlight the new podcast that we started, uh, there's no beer today. We're drinking some, what are we drinking? We're drinking Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Yeah. We have a nice big old glass old bourbon in front of us. Nice, sweet. If you have to pick any of the entry level from any of the main distillers, Buffalo Trace is probably the best. I really enjoy it. But that's just my opinion. Whiskey is very individualized, really. Oh, yeah, totally. Different so and... your palate can be quite yeah. different from mine. Anyway, before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing songs that we will share under 30 seconds of each tune, unless there is a specific issue or criticism that we may need to highlight. Then we may do a second clip. We have made Apple Music and Spotify playlists. Just search Official Dirty Dozen on either service to listen to each of our lists in their entirety. This way, all the money for playing tunes will always head back to each artist. We have also created a current episode, Dirty Dozen Playlist, which will automatically update with each podcast to the current podcast. So subscribe once and always be updated. <laughs> now we're going to do this a little different. Gone are the songs of note, <laughs> at least today. We're talking bigger picture to the artist level. Let's lift it up. And we're going to do this in multiple parts, too. This will allow everybody to focus on the podcast and the artists we talk about. 
and also keep our episodes times down. This could be a very lengthy podcast. Mm-hmm. So each part will feature four bands, and the next part will be put out one week after each post. So part okay. one will be out, let's say, Friday or Tuesday, and then a week from whenever we put it out, the following Tuesday, and then the following oh, Tuesday. Nice. So people get three podcasts in one month. Yeah, now we don't leave them hanging either. It's, a, it's like the HBO show. It's like McMillions, where you have to wait a week <laughs> <laughs> in between or whatever, your, your Game of Thrones or everything. You had. Oh, well, it's, we have to wait a week. It's so <laughs> awful. you know. So you said a Netflix culture of getting everything at once. At least we don't have commercials. and each part will feature four bands uh, two from each of us so let's just go start this madness or do you want to so i was just gonna say so at the end are are we going to do a um a priority list like of what's uh the winner and which are the sequential how about this at the end of this podcast we're coming up with this on the fly to a certain degree yeah let's see but of the two that i present to you in the first section you're gonna say one is in the top six and one is in the bottom six okay you have to put one one in each, and I have to put one of your awful bands oh, okay. in the top. Good, good. And, that makes and, and the other one where bands. it deserves to be at the bottom, <laughs> because clearly the six that I've chosen are the top six. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. This way, we each have an equal representation in the top six. And then when we finish this, on the last episode, we'll so take it down. I should strategize and... Um... You know, no, no, you don't want to put like, certain... two bad things to start off. Start right. off with something good. Like The way I did this one is I have... One that I think everybody should know about that is new, really new, but I think you should know about it. Mm-hmm. And one that is current, but is a little off from the center. So you may actually find the second one to be the first place. Yeah. The second one's very good. Just saying. Uh, it's different. I'm waiting for you to say Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah, Greta Van Fleet. That's our own inside oh, joke. Well, yeah, we should. We should <laughs> I think we should actually put Greta Van Fleet in here. <laughs> Maybe next episode. <laughs> you never know. Jake is eyeing Greta. He's stroking the leg. Stroking Greta's leg. I can I feel it. Anyway, well, Greta can feel it. Wait, that's my leg. Get off my leg. <laughs> what the hell? What's going on here? I don't know. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. We just came from a whiskey tasting. We went from scotch to bourbon. And here we are. Yeah. So, All right, then. Jake. Like, what's your first band, dude? What's the first band I should be listening to? Or everybody should listen to? I'll kick this one off. Okay, this band, it's kind of a long name. They're called Asylum on the Hill. Nice. There is only one album that exists. It's called Passage to the Puzzle Factory. So this band, they're from Kentucky. They named it actually after like a, a loony bin or psychiatric hospital that's out there. Came out in 2010 and went unnoticed at least by me and i found this album i think about five years ago it's asylum on the hill asylum on the hill yeah I search apple music i was like no it's on well it's on spotify that's where no no that's fine okay yeah maybe it is on spotify okay i will yeah, try on spotify it's weird it's not on apple music hmm. so that's right uh... there's actually like a book named that as well i don't know but as far as the album goes it's a near perfect album from start to finish over an hour i think it is which I feel like is a rare thing these days, but because you just hit play, don't skip a track. Um, I think what's special about this band, there's a guy called, um, his name's Dave Engstrom. He was from a band, I think in the 90s, called Supa Fuzz. He's been in Hermano. That's with John Garcia from Caius. Been in a, a bunch of different bands. Currently in a band called Luna Soul. And they're amazing. They have two albums so far. But 
Dave Engstrom, the way he writes, he plays guitar and sings, and he reminds me of like Josh Homme from Queens of Stone Age if he wrote better stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> There's just something about it that's if, kind of if 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 who wrote better if Josh Homme wrote oh, okay, um, okay, better because okay. I you know I love I used to love Queens not so much anymore so I feel like what Dave Engstrom does tons of great riffs and such a great guitar tone and killer voice just plays it's kind of that high octane desert stoner rock sound with that like the fuzzed riffs it's funny i'm looking at their their top songs okay okay and the first one is go tell it on the mountain that's yeah really that's like, a great tune that's one of my uh like the the, the christmas carol no oh it's different it is different. okay yeah okay. i was like really we got bad reputation by <laughs> By Joan Jett and uh, yeah, all covers of uh, <laughs> I Got You by Slutty and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you uh, they're on to their writing yeah. song choices. There we go. It's, yeah. it's very uh, just pick popular song titles and write a song to fit that, that yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's I, their trick. I, I can't find Let It Go. I'm sure it's here somewhere. <laughs> That's well, actually probably brilliant marketing to when people type in like that name and then yeah. your song comes uh, up uh, with that one. I'm like, oh, oh, it's great. You yeah. see, like the little kids, the little, little kids like, like yours. I want to hear Let It Go. Let it go. Okay, here you go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> help. There you go. Just infiltrate their little ears. And then they accidentally get Devil's Disco. <laughs> yeah, these are all great songs. <laughs> all right, uh do you want to so, do you want to throw one at me or you want to talk yeah, about the, um, it's only one album so throw pick one song that you want the opening track i would say is i got you is probably uh a, a good introduction to that band although go tell it on the mountains uh my next okay. in line but let's do i got you okay let's listen to i got you okay by asylum on the hill okay just real quick i kind of know why you like the band the drums <laughs> i noticed when i was listening to some of these songs to pick the best there was another one that i almost picked i'm like oh there's a really cool like drum fill all over this part here but it's it's not you, you might think so but yeah that it, i mean it is a part of it but there's more to it okay let's go <laughs> Real quick before we we continue on, hmm. I totally heard Black Sabbath in there. Well, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's what you get when you have like the, the stoner rock vibe bands. Like they're pulling from Sabbath, obviously. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That was like especially with the tone and yeah. Dun, dun. And, I mean, Tony Iommi wrote all the best riffs already, so yeah. <laughs> everyone's just recycling all those. Yeah, okay, anyway, let's, let's get let's get back to some actual vocals. Yeah, he's about to sing. Yeah, that's like that was good. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I've never heard Asylum on the Hill. To be totally honest, yeah, and they're good. That was really good. I like that. It really kind good of, grooves. Yeah, and as I said before, <clears throat> you had the little Sabbath. You had a little, uh, I guess, like grunge influence in there a little bit. You had a bunch of things going on there. Mm -hmm. So I saw, I heard a little Soundgarden-ish yeah, type totally. of stuff in there, and 
but yeah, it's good. And and Queens, I can see a little bit too. And it's kind of like a mixture of that. And uh, what's the other one that I was thinking of? Uh, the Cult. A oh, little okay. bit of The Cult in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that sounded really good. So so far, so good. One in. <laughs> if it's a one song vote, that's probably in my top. But who knows? Maybe you have really good songs and I'm, I have old crap. So. I'm sure I do. <laughs> all right continuing on with yeah what we're talking about let's uh, do asylum on the hill go tell on the mountain um this was actually the first song i heard of this band which hooked me to go listen to the album how do you hear the band or did you mention that i don't even remember now i think i was listening to you know you can like customize stations and everything on uh one of these music streaming things and i think this came up and like i said the song came up and i was like well that's interesting and then checked out the album and I noticed I kept returning to hear this album, like it stuck in my head. And then I started doing research and finding out about, like, because I was already a fan of Hermano, that band. Didn't realize he was the same guy that was in that band. So it just kind of all connected. And Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. it gets like that sometimes. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what is this? Go Tell It on the Mountain. That Go gospel hymn. Go, oh, oh, <laughs> tell it on the mountain. Is that how it goes? So we can just hum, we can just sing it. You'll find Let's out. Let's sing it. We don't even know. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's fine. <laughs> it's their number one song, and you can tell they're huge on uh, Spotify when their number one song has seventeen thousand hits. Is that a lot? And then number that? two has four thousand hits. <laughs> you it's know, a big so, jump. Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay, I got you was four thousand and two thousand three hundred and twenty-four of them. When uh-huh. I got you, babe. <laughs> what side of your chair? They were they were disappointed. Neck and neck. Although half of them really liked it. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally making numbers up, but it's fun. <laughs> well, the numbers they're actually telling me on, on Spotify. But anyway, let's go till it on the mountain. Merry Christmas, everybody. Drum intro. Of course. There's a good bridge too, but that's a good snapple. I don't know we can sit here and listen. Uh, we can only put like a thirty second clip, yeah. so it's yeah. So we're gonna get get it from there, I think. But it's I went two and a half minutes in, and I'm like, we're listening to this longer than you are. I apologize. Every song we talk about, yeah, will be on. Give the, them justice and listen to yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll be on Spotify. Actually, this one may not be on Apple Music oh, because it may not exist on Apple yeah. Music. So I apologize for that if that's the case. Uh, I will look at it again. Maybe I just typed incorrectly. You've chosen. Yeah, we'll poorly. <laughs> follow up on that. Oh, who are they? Have they been playing out with people or, you know? They're not a band anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I would say if you like this band, look up Luna Soul, which is what he, he moved from Kentucky to Colorado, Dave Engstrom, and put a new band together. I and mean, it's similar to this, but it's also a little different, but it's totally super, super good. It's so. like this with soul music. And talking about the moon, so it's lunar soul. Yeah, that's really what well, it is. Well, S O L, like the sun. Oh, S O L. So L U N A S O L. Oh, lunar. So, so moon, moon sun. sun. Yeah, moon yeah. sun was taken. So he said, huh? "I got to get out on that moon sun thing." <laughs> I'm into all of the. But yeah, you'll, seasons you'll hear changing. It. It's no, it's gonna it. be. You can tell it's the same guy behind it, kind of writing the songs and. Yeah, they sound good. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. So, okay. What's your third, or are you just going to go with two? 
I can give you another one. I mean, I have a long list of them here, but Seasons of Hurt was the next one in my list. Then we could probably cap it after three. Huh? <laughs> but anyway, let's listen to the third cut from Asylum on the Hill. <laughs> Asylum on the Hill, which is about Congress, believe it or not. Just a <laughs> sidebar. Anyway, let's listen to Seasons of Hurt. I dedicate this one to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> And and just to be fair, McConnell, uh, McConnell and Pelosi. You bounce it out. I, I I dedicate this to McConnell and Pelosi. Here we go. So much going on in that song, it's hard to like pick a twenty to thirty. Yeah, I know. I was snippet. scared. I was scared of some ghosts coming after me. <laughs> like, Actually, I think this song is the one he's talking about the Lexington Cure, and I think that's where the asylum was. It's. I think this is the one about drugging the patients. And oh, okay, like I said, there's some history going on with this asylum that they he wrote about. But is it sort of like a? Uh, there's a story behind the whole album. I don't think it's a concept album, but I think some of the, the okay. songs might be based on that. And yeah, hmm, interesting. My, let's jump over to. Let's hear it. The good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is uh, it really jumped to the forefront of my mind, and I've said I have to cover it because they actually hit number one on the mainstream rock charts, and they're still unsigned. Oh. Dirty Honey. Mm. Everybody's been worrying so long that rock is dead, and to see a band like them, we're not about splash and marketing and they're not trying to rip off a specific band maybe they sound a little zeppelinist for something yeah. some tesla some guns and roses oh, some tesla. black crows some it's rock right i mean they played with guns and roses already they played with the who they opened for them they didn't play with them i guess they played mm-hmm. with them at some point they're really solid it's just refreshing to get this sort of real rock and roll kind of hitting the mainstream and just on their own ground roots Let's just do this. And it's not Greta Van Fleet. Right. And I was like, the first time I, he- I heard the song, I-, I said, oh, no, not another Greta Van Fleet. But it's yeah. not that at all. It's They're really deep and they're good. And it's interesting. They were talking to Screamer magazine. And the lead singer asked the guy, he goes, how old are you exactly, if you don't mind me asking? Because he said he sounded like Zeppelin and Aerosmith. And this. he goes, yeah, well, every time I talk to somebody, depending on their age group, we sound like somebody else. Mm. It's like with the, you know, in the 70s, like something you're talking about, it's like Zeppelin, Aerosmith, ACDC. We sound a little like that. And then when you're, you know, younger, it's like, oh, you're in your 40s. It's Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue or Tesla. When you're in your 30s and 20s, it's like you sound like 70s rock. And then when you're in your early 20s, it's just like they've never heard it before. Yeah, right. (laughs) Something new. He says that millennials have been starved for just rock music for a long time. Yeah, that's true. And he said, at this point, EDM and hip-hop isn't a new thing anymore. It's not fresh. And rock and roll is. Rock and roll will never die, although it may take a nap for a couple years. (laughs) So I thought that was good. The first song I'm going to talk about is a song called Rolling Sevens. Is that the one on the radio? I've I've heard one song of these guys, and I kind of had the same It's um, funny. Like, their album, their EP... (laughs) 
a lot of them charted. It's one of the unsigned. They're stuff? unsigned. Wow. It's, it's amazing. You go through that EP. Every song is good. Wow, and they hit the lottery. They're from LA. Mm-hmm. They were playing a Troubadour. They played a couple new songs. Still killer. Still amazing and different. They really got that that cool thing. Uh, Rolling Seven starts with like a blues riff that like feels deep south, and then the vocal kind of drips of blues, sort of a Steven Tyler planish. But then it builds into the chorus, and the chorus hits volume, and he actually sounds more like for me, it's it's Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. The guitar is really solid underneath. For me, it's a Leslie West or Joe Perry sort of feel, oh, okay. and he holds the rhythm down solidly too. And there's tasteful licks; it's not like overbearing guitar, but they're really good. So uh, let's take a listen to Rolling Sevens if I can get to it. Lay it on me. It was, it's good you've heard of them. That's good. Yeah. Again, like you said, they're visually you look at them and you can tell what they're gonna sound like, but that's good. And then it, it's very much a lot of like the Zeppelin, like how we joke about Greta Van Fleet, but um, but this band, good. yeah, I noticed some they, they were a little standout. And they're not a uh, a factory. Mm-hmm. It's not a creation by yeah, a record not label. Not a label, yeah. yeah. These are real rockers, and that's what they do. So let's listen. Okay, that was Rolling Sevens. Cool. Dirty Honey, which is a cool name. They actually came up with it. They were listening to Robert Plant do an interview. When he was talking about the honey drippers, mm-hmm. he said, that sounds sexy. And it's like, Dirty Honey. It's like, Dirty Honey. And it's like, yeah, Dirty Honey. Let's do that. And that's the <laughs> name. That's the name we're going to go with. <laughs> Straight from the rock god himself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this next one I am going to talk about, I think. Uh, yeah, this is the one that changed everything for them. This is their number one hit. On the mainstream rock charts. It hits you off of a rock riff reminiscent of Motley Crue-ish. That's kind of what hits me, right? With stops and the vocals are more Black Crows-ish, if you will. And it takes the listener in and pulls them into the song. The bridge leading into the solo has like these howling vocals. It rem- it's, so, it's brought me into like Bon Scott when he's like, you're going down all mm. the way, you know, in the highwood hell. Mm. It's kind of, I feel like different notes that I'm hearing. It's kind of like I'm tasting whiskey when I'm listening to them. Because it's like I hear, I get notes of things that, for me, yeah. brings me back to rock and roll. But I could see, like, somebody who's new to this. My daughter, this is just a complete sidebar. She has a birthday coming up. And I was saying, well, what do you want? She gave me a list of vinyl albums she wanted. Oh, cool. And none of them are like new 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 stuff it's yeah. all older stuff and it's kind of fun yeah you know that she's in it she's not into the heavier side all fairness but she's like pink floyd and that sort of thing oh, you know cool. journey in that oh, space yeah. but you know she's getting there and there's actually music videos for rolling seven and when i'm gone by the way and there's a bunch of live videos of them playing at various places so uh, you can check that out online as well on youtube so let's listen to when i am gone no it's not when I am gone. It's when, and when I'm gone, baby. <laughs>
that's uh, when I'm gone. That was the second song by them. And uh, in the future, I'll put it by albums. But right now, I'm dealing with bands like you did. They only have one album. They have one EP. Yeah. And they have some new songs out there that you can listen to too that are not official, almost bootleg, but they're on YouTube. It's good. It's like we said. It's derivative. Everything's derivative, but but it's okay. Like this, you could tell what's coming from, and they're doing it well. And you can you can kind of hear, like you said, a a little tip of the hat to uh, some plant here. And then some ACDC here, but it, it just works well. But I also, I, I got I got a lot of '80s vibe with them. I mean, I, I was gonna I, say because you mentioned like Tesla and even uh, what'd you say? Uh, not Cinderella. I, I did say. Oh, you Kiefer, did. But Tom yeah, yeah. Kiefer, like his his vocal, but yeah, yeah and Black Rose, mm-hmm. obviously. But it, it it works like it it's still all like meshing together well. But I, I caught that too. It sounds good. Yeah, it's it's they're more on the Guns and Roses sort of mm-hmm. space than. Like your band, which is more on the heavier side of yeah. grunge or something. They're more straight up the alley, rock and roll. Totally. But it's like, it's Sunset Strip, 1987. Yes, it feels like it. <laughs> that, that they're, they're there, but it's good to be there again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was never well, there, but I was in New York. Right. The same thing, but yeah. But And then the thing is, there's so many bands trying to do that to relive that sort of Sunset Strip thing. But it's it's all formula and like they're not doing it because there's nothing. they're not doing it well. It's just all um, this effort. But this band is actually the music is first you can tell that they're really good at it yeah. and then it's not like put on and i could have picked any of the songs on here that they did and yeah it would have worked all of them worked and i think they have including the new songs that they're out there i think they have like 10 songs they don't have a ton but they're all amazing and then they did a couple covers you can find out there but hmm. what covers do you know yeah, they did. Let me see. Let me it's just... probably obvious, but I'm just curious which ones. Uh, they did Last Child by Aerosmith. Oh, oh okay. And uh, the only other song I heard them doing is Come Together by the Beatles. That's yeah, they... cool, too. They didn't do more obvious ones like, you know, some Zeppelin or something. They... Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. It's all, it's interesting, but they're they're good. They actually got pulled into RCA Studios and they actually have, it's an Amazon original. They did Last Child and they have them all in the studio and how they did it. Cool. It's kind of fun. That's Dirty Honey. Oh, the second song. Let me go to the third. Down the Road is my third one. Definitely a grittier style vocal on this one. Melodic chorus and makes it kind of hummable. It's almost like a uh, one of the rock ballads from the 80s. That's what it kind of mm-hmm. makes me feel like. It's not really a ballad ballad, but there's some pop undertones on this one for the chorus, I think, a little bit. I've been down for so long, burning to stand on my own, wanted to say, you'll miss me one day. I'll see you on down the road, right? That's kind of the, the vibe you get from it. The weeping guitar and the deep ends, and I like his restraint on guitar. He'll, he'll rip at the end. Well, usually he'll do like a solo that's kind of like a a feel solo, and then he'll uh-huh. go into the last chorus, and then he'll come in you cool. know, at the end. And there's uh, some stop and some vocal hits after the the solo as well. But anyway, let's listen to "Down the Road" off of Dirty Honey, their EP. some Hammond organ in there oh yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, fan yeah. of that they have a guy who plays organ with them yeah i and, love that any band that has that in there i'm, I'm sold i'm digging it it's one of those bands that i had heard and i was like oh i gotta go check that out a little bit more so i'm glad you brought it up because now i'm my interest is more peaked yeah it's it's what this is kind of good for yeah. i think it's it's like oh my gosh you know 
Asylum on the Hill. I don't think I would ever would have listened to them, mm-hmm. but I listened to them. They sound good. So I'm like, oh, let's listen to them. I'll, I'm looking for something new to listen to. Let's get into totally, that. Yeah. And uh, Dirty Honey. Tell you what, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I've uh, been a fan for a little bit, like late last year. Kind of. Mm-hmm. That's where I really found them. Anyway, what do you have for your second artist? Mine actually kind of flows well off of yours, and I guess I'll tell you why. This is a band called Revoltaire, and I didn't realize until today there's no- I did that in the bathroom once, and I said, that's Revoltaire. Voltaire, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I imagine it's Voltaire, and then they just Voltaire. put re before well, Wasn't that like a cartoon where they had like this this like big thing that turned into a sword, and they fought like- Oh, Voltron? <laughs> Type it in, see what you get. <laughs> No, no, okay, go but ahead. Yeah. So the problem, the problem is I didn't realize until today that there's – I don't think there's any music online anymore. And the, the reason why is – It's on the, YouTube? Yeah, but I actually brought an external hard drive. Okay, let me set it up here. They existed in 2010 to 12. They were an L.A. band. I would go to every show when they were playing. It's, it's not on Spotify. It might be on Apple Music. I didn't look on that. Bought the CD at the shows, and then they broke up at that time, and I didn't realize everything that existed would be scrubbed. But you would find live footage on YouTube. But if you really want to hear the studio, which I think you should hear first, then then you got to hear that CD. But I don't know if it's readily available in a lot of these streaming outlets. They weren't signed, but they had such great potential. I'll explain why. So what made this band, I think, a little bit interesting and maybe had a leg up is there was a girl named Ruby Stewart who was singing. And she's actually Rod Stewart's daughter, one of many. Her vocals sounded like her dad mixed with Janis Joplin but better like she had a really like earthy raspy bluesy vocal tone but she really had a lot of good pitch and melody too it was very much kind of like a a blues band kind sure. of kind of what we just heard i could totally see that working the same thing with her voice there was also funky organ parts like the guitar player brought his upright organ like to the, every gig mm-hmm. like would light incense on candles on top of it and oh, like, wow. switch back and forth and everything <clears throat> the chicks dug it because he had his upright organ yeah upright. <laughs> but everyone in this band was just so on point and you could t- i think they were it was a collection of guys who just or and girl yeah who were really good and just kind of discovered that hey let's do this sort of like classic bluesy thing real soulful and and it worked and the drumming was stellar it's from a a guy chris kano he's really fun to watch just really really good he uh i think was in ozo motley that like spanish band and goldsboro like he's still playing around but this band all of a sudden they just decided and i don't know why just to not play anymore and they disbanded ruby stewart i think she's singing in some pop country really crappy band like sisterhood band or something's called her and another girl um she's not using her voice to that potential that i saw and so i I first saw them at this mexican restaurant in downtown la called el cid so there's like tables around everything and there's a lot of people there even rod stewart was there like he like stepped in front of us with his mom so he's sitting there with his old grandma like coming up to come see you know her her granddaughter oh that's that's interesting it was really bizarre I think when you hear this, you're going to be like, oh, this is really cool. Like blues with a little bit of funky vibe and her vocals are just stellar. So I, I saw them at my local restaurant. It was called uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rest- so, you know, let me let me get I'm getting the hard drive here. This should be interesting. Virus detected. Virus detected. <laughs> and again, that caveat, if if like anyone is like, hey, I want to check out this band, then give me your email address and I'll email you each song individually if I have to. Okay, so because it's a shame that this you can't find it anymore. Where am I going? Going to music? Mm-hmm. I will not go to the adult. I think I don't want to go to that. Yeah, that's uh, 
That's, that. that's your private stuff. Uh, what's it's just one? pictures of me. It's it's. Re- <laughs> oh gosh, that I definitely don't want to go there. Revolting, revolting, revolting. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I have revolter. That's the one. Yep. Yep. Okay. And the first song, a great introduction is "Pretty Girls Dig Graves." Pretty girls dig graves. You know what that reminds me of? There was a band that I grew up with. Out on the East Coast, mm-hmm. used to play Stone Pony and play a lot of the Fast Lanes and Trade Winds, and I used to be actually hang out with the guys, Colossal Street Jam, and they used to play <laughs> blues, and, uh-huh. and they had the you know and all that stuff. It's the same type of vibe, I think. But let's take a listen. Rod Stewart wasn't there though. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. I know, I know. It's funny though. I saw them. They they got together and they're like my age and they're just like playing again. It's oh, that's just fun. Kind of funny. Yeah, it's, uh, I saw that. Anyway, uh, oh, what what's the song we're doing again? Pretty girls dig graves. <laughs> Right, she sounds like her dad a little bit with uh, some of that Janis Joplin. Yeah, no, I, I totally get a whole second. I I feel weird right now. Let me tell you, I <laughs> I, I was feeling weird. The, the reason I'm feeling weird, pretty much, is uh, I plugged your hard drive in, and it's where my mouse was. So I keep tr- going to my oh, mouse yeah, to move stuff, and nothing happens. And yeah. nothing's happening. I'm like, what? Oh, I got to use my trackpad. My trackpad's over there. And blah blah blah. What? Blah, blah. You want to just pull the album? And you're gonna want to hear it. I'm yeah, guaranteeing you gotta, it. You gotta hear it. Like definitely, like when you hear the feminine side of her voice, mm-hmm. it's really good. There was points in it that I liked. There's points that I didn't like as much. But the groove yeah. overall, the organ, the, the yeah. playing, her vocals are good. All about groove. There's a lot of songs on the album that showcases more of the softer feminine voice like you're saying but there's also a lot of the, maybe the more rock songs where she gets that kind of uh raspy vocal right yeah i love it yeah cool so what do we have? yeah the next one is harp on anything you want to do to set this up you just gotta hear it the harp on my guess is it has to do with a harmonica no no i mean you'd have to ask her no okay let's listen to her harp on a dedication to Harper Marks on this one. It's pretty nice. <laughs> Love that organ. Yep. Yeah. So last one, just for a good sampling here, is called Blackwater. Their first song off their self-financed album. Oh, is it the title? No, no it's not the title. Right? It's the first song on it. Or oh, it is. Your number one. Oh, one. Oh. Blackwater. It's just, that's the. Oh, original. maybe that is the intro. Oh, it is. You're right. You're right. That is the intro. I'm on. I'm a big fan. Of <laughs> maybe you should be talking. <laughs> Everybody knows Blackwater. <laughs> Is it that, like, oh, black water, keep on rolling, Mississippi moon. Sure. Keep on shining on me. <laughs> Doobie Brothers, Blackwater. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's worth checking out if you're into that sort of thing. There you go. But anyway, let's go to 
Revoltaire. Black water from the movie Blackwater. Or not. So if you don't like her raspy vocal, then this song is probably not as much. Well, then those periods I like it. It's like oh, yeah. uh, there were some things I didn't like with uh, in her verse sometimes when she's it seems like it's over screaming where you don't need it. Mm. Like there it worked better. Yeah, I think on that song it was better. I think I always just I think of Rod Stewart. And I'm like, oh, of course she's just going to be doing what her dad does because he he's guilty of the same thing. Wait Everything. wait 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 wait. She yeah. was doing her dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> But it's that sort of thing of like it's just it's a tonality like a quality of her voice that's just gonna happen I think but maybe she can turn it off and on which it sounds like if you heard more of the album maybe you would have a different opinion but these are the three songs to, no uh, that's all good yeah as we finish up the first episode which we're moving right along here yeah. this band that I'm gonna be picking has multiple albums but it's also a band that many people have not heard of okay I don't think I can give it the best intro which Jake heard briefly before because I screwed up. <laughs> the Master of Ceremonies and Mr. Funkademus himself, Billy Gibbons. I thought so. He gives an intro to it to the band, and he actually is in their videos, and he does a couple of things here and there. But he doesn't play with them; he just is a voiceover. Oh, because he's not quite good enough to play with them. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, they're actually kind of a kind of a super sort of band, but they're. Uh, anyway, let's listen to Mr. Funkademus uh, introduce them. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it is star time. It is indeed a great pleasure to welcome all of my friends to the groove that never ends. Please allow the gentlemen of Rock Candy Funk Party to handle your sonic transportation and listening pleasure. Coming at you is the finest in groove on any piece or any side of the mighty Mississippi. So turn down the lights and lock all the doors. Don't you worry about a thing, because tonight, Groove is King. All right. My band is Rock Candy Funk Party. <laughs> As It's sort of a jazz rock fusion group. There's two guitarists. One is Ron Jesus, and one is Joe Bonamassa oh, on okay. guitar. Mike Merritt, who you may know as the bassist on Conan O'Brien. Tal Bergerman, a drummer. He's been in a lot of, a lot of stuff. First time I heard about them, I saw a YouTube video of them playing at a small club in Studio City, The Baked Potato. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a video of them playing there, and it just blew me away. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Imagine, like, Joe Bonamassa would show up. You a know, lot of like, blues guys show up at that place, actually. Yeah. It was just fantastic, and they just started playing. And I like funk. I like mm-hmm. different things, too, you know, and I appreciate the musicianship here, and all these guys are A players. So I was joking before, but it's a different sort of vibe for Billy. This is very uh, jazz-focused. They still have the rock aspect of it. They still have the blues aspect of it, but it's mostly jazz and funk. It's mostly funk, really. The first album they put out was called We Want Groove, which came out in 2013. Just a great jam album. This one, they kind of got together and they all kind of took turns on solos. The organs had a solo, the guitar had a solo. Standout tracks on We Want Groove is Octopus E., Spastastic 
and root down and get it. The one I'm going to talk about first is Octopus E. The groove is kind of set by the guitars and the keys join in and then everybody's in. It's just amazing. The fine sections and exceptional hooky riffs that kind of tie the whole thing down and with such an amazing rhythm section, it kind of pulls it. There's like a little Tom Morello type of solo in it, followed by a Nord solo. For those of you who don't know, it's a, a keyboard. Let's listen to Octopus E real quick and then we'll go and talk about them a little bit more. So let's listen. <laughs> that whole song just <laughs> uh, like you almost did rob <laughs> no it's cool i dig it when you see amazing musicians get together and play something they normally don't play uh, it's mm. just for me it's just amazing mm -hmm. the great groove yeah, yeah and the second album they made called groove is king they actually there's a bigger horn presence they have on this oh, album because right. each album's different they have three of them there's actually some heavier grooves and even some disco beats, sort of like a, with the funk type of file. But they make some rock jazz over top of it, and it works really good. In fact, I'll probably do that song to give you an idea. It has almost like a Santana-esque sort of guitar sound on top of what would be a disco beat. Standout tracks, Don't Funk With Me, Groove Is King. And the one I'm going to talk about is Don't Be Stingy With the S-M-P-T-E, where the acronym has to do with music teachers in public schools so don't be stingy about the music education oh but the video for this one they do a robert palmer-esque video with this with so, the girls in the yeah they cut to the girls trying to play the instruments yeah. but they're all like hot girls playing different <laughs> different you know each instrument they all look better than the guys in the background like in the, oh, that's yeah. funny. but but it's, it's really good it makes sense i mean if i was selling a video it was much much better to, to work with that but, uh, <laughs> Let's go to Don't Be Stingy with the S-M-P-T-E, please. Thank you. <laughs> I hate to cut that off, but it reminded me at first of kind of Jamiroquai, that sort of uh, disco-y, yeah. dancey feel. But like you hear like the guitar rip in there. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh! I'm just yeah. like sitting back. I'm like, oh, I want to play like that one day. Their last album they put out was in 2017. The Groove Cubed is what it's called, and this one leans a little bit more on rock, although it still has the funk jazz center. But they introduced vocals for the first time. Oh. On a song called "Don't Even Try It," and a James sings, and a James. I'll tell you in a minute, oh. and a James Brown cover of "I Got the Feeling," and the singers were uh, Ty Taylor, who was from Dakota Moon, and he was actually on Rockstar NXS as one of the contestants at one point. "Don't Even Try It," he sings that, and uh, Mahalia Barnes sings the James Brown cover. I don't know who that is. Yeah, they're <laughs> awesome. That's all. Standout tracks are "Drunk on Bourbon" on Bourbon Street. That's the name of the song. <laughs> The Token Ballad. 
<laughs> and uh, don't even try it. Although there is this really cool song on there too that I didn't even mention, which I probably should. It's called Two Guys and Stanley Kubrick Walk Into a Jazz Bar. <laughs> That's the name of the song. <laughs> That's the name of the song. And it's a real juxtaposition of two musical styles. And it works so well. It's really kind of awkward, but it works. It just really, it just, it's cool. But the song I want to talk about is Don't Even Try It, because we'll hear a little vocals. This vocal hook on this is great. So why don't we listen to Don't Even Try It with a lead singer on this one, I Taylor. Cool. Tight and funky. It is, yeah. I prefer the the stuff with the vocals on it. Well, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That one even reminded me a little bit of uh, Morris Day in the time. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get into the the bands and their virtuosity Mm -hmm. and the individual Totally, yeah, yeah. to geek out on all that. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. But that one was just hooky. The vocals were hooky on that, too. Mm -hmm. I ain't buying it. All right, so we finished our first two artists apiece, and we're finishing our first episode of the Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 29, part A, <laughs> and then we'll have B, and then we'll have C. A of C. Artists you should be listening to, one through four. Now, I presented two, and you presented two. I will start, because I will take the, the hit on this. Okay. I will say the Asylum on the Hill is in the top six. I thought you would. And the Revolt. The revolting is in the bottom Revoltaire. six. Revoltaire. Revoltaire, sorry. It's <laughs> in the bottom six for me. Yeah, so that's where enough. I go. And I would say, uh, yeah, Dirty Honey is in the top six. Okay. And then this one in the, the lower. Not to say that it isn't good, but yeah. All my bands are good, so it's kind of hard to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're quite different. I was trying to go for some spread. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying Same to. Same here. This Playing it this way is also differently because, yeah, if we're going to do break it up, it's like. Who's to say in episode C that there's a band that wouldn't have like trumped one in A and everything? But at the yeah. end of the day, it's all just all this is good. Like if people dig into all this, it'll be some fun yeah, and music and, to and it could be to. something. Oh, like I Revoltaire is what I love, and you yeah. opened it up to right. somebody new. So we're just and, trying to spread or maybe the love. It's, maybe there's somebody who's like a closet jazz fan. They didn't realize that yeah, and the rock candy them come funk out. party. Yeah, that is something you can be. Yeah, happy I've never about. heard of rock candy funk party. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so it's it's all good. And I haven't heard any either of your bands today. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of part A of our discussion on the 12 artists you should be listening to, episode 29. In one week, we'll have part B in episode 30. And one week after that, episode 31 will be part C and we'll be done. Yay. We will see you in one week. <laughs>